0: All right, guys, welcome to today's episode of the Zen Made Podcast. I am your sort of host today, Amar, and today is actually the last summit presentation. So if you are listening to this, you can expect some different pieces of content going forward here on the podcast. We will be doing another summit coming up here soon. If you guys wanna to go to madesummit.com to learn more about that and to get on the list for next year's summit. So in today's presentation, Again, the final one from the 2019 MAID Summit, we have Diane Daniel, who is a happy Zen Maid customer who asked to be included in these presentations and she did an amazing job. She is going to be talking about company culture and why it is so important and vital to all MAID services, especially yours. In today's presentation, Diane will guide you through why you need to proactively shape your company culture and how to get started with that. She's gonna go over some of the small things that you can do that will really help positive culture to flourish in your cleaning business. She'll cover the importance of honesty and open communication to make your employees feel valued. And finally, she's gonna be talking to you about how to set healthy boundaries for everyone, the owners, staff, and cleaning clients. Uh, Diane is the founder and owner of enjoy life cleaning services a home cleaning company designed to make homeowners lives easier by providing consistent quality services her focus on team building company culture development and amazing customer service at her cleaning business has enabled it to grow beyond expectations I hope you guys really enjoy this one
1: hi there I am Diane Daniel I am the owner of enjoy life cleaning services and I am gonna to talk to you a little bit about building or redesigning your company culture. And what does that really mean, right? All this talk about company culture, what does that really mean? Well, think about these three companies. Think about Google, Starbucks, Chick-fil-A. Those are three companies that are really, really strong in company culture. What their company is about and how they communicate to the world, their brand is very important to them. And they do that through company culture. And that is their people. And that is the biggest part of your company is your people, right? You can't operate, you can't run if your people aren't running properly. And so developing a company culture is actually the foundation, one of the foundations for your company's success. People are the most important thing in your company. You have to deal with people on your team and then also your clients, right? And so company culture is super important. And so I'm gonna go over a couple of things in my personal company culture and some of the things that we do to make sure that we are in alignment with what we actually wanna communicate to the world regarding our company. And so think about your company. Are you where you're at in regards to communicating to the world what exactly it is that you do? Sometimes we might be a little bit out of alignment. And so we have to do a self-assessment check. And so if you were a person coming into your company right now, would it be an environment that you want to work in? Would it be an environment that you would want to come to every day? That is a super important question that you might want to ask yourself. Well, we've been in business for a long time um, and I've been running the company with my husband. And so some of you out there might be a husband-wife team also. So you can understand that you have to be on the same page in regards to business and to moving things forward. And so company culture was a big one for us. We sat down, we decided what did we want to stand for? And so we came up with our company principles, and how we were actually going to lead, and how the process was going to be from the first moment that someone came through our door until we hired them, their onboarding process, and then our recurring communication with them. And one thing that we realized very quickly was that communication is key in company culture. Communicating to your team what it is that you stand for on a daily basis, and what they're a part of. And so we came up with leading by four principles, and these are super important to us. And so the four principles that we lead by kind of direct everything that we do in regards to our team and our clients. And so it keeps us on task. And those four things are leading in love, always thinking the best of others, lean in, Tell us what you need and trust us to care. And boundaries, doing what's okay and speaking up about what isn't. Those, so those are the four principles that we lead and that drives our company culture. So first, when someone comes through our door and they go through the um, vetting process and we actually select them to come in and to do the training and see if they're going to be successful. So when they come in, we tell them right off the bat everything that we stand for. And we have some company perks, right? So we do give each of our team members the day off for their birthday and we pay them for the day off. In addition to doing different things for our um, employees, like getting massages, sending them for massages, or doing special things like summer Fridays, or maybe it's a shorter day for one of them and they get to go home early. Quality of life is super important and we all want it. We all want a good quality of life. And so those are some of the things that we kind of have in place. But let me start off by saying that when we lead in that fashion, it is a very, very good response that we receive from each of our team members. Now, if you could think about maybe working in an environment that maybe wasn't so positive in the past, you don't want to be that person. You don't want to have someone think about, oh, that was a miserable person to work for, or that was a miserable place. That's not what you want. What you want is someone to think about your company and you, and and think about, wow, that was really a fantastic place to work and they really cared about me. That's what you want people to think. And company culture is exactly that. Company culture is the way you can impact others in your environment, in your work environment, and how they could go out into the world and they can impact others. So with that being said, let's go back to those four principles. Always lead in love. Sometimes we might be out of alignment. We might be feeling upset or angry about something. Let's be honest, we're humans, right? And so the always lead in love part is kind of brings us back down. It's like, okay, let me get it together because I need to have a conversation here and it might not be the most pleasant, right? Leaning in, leaning in and telling someone or asking someone, tell us what you need and trust us to care. This gives an opportunity of open dialogue and engagement with the person and they also feel valued and listened to. So the leaning in part is essential, not only for your team, but also for your clients. And we actually tell our clients that. We promote leaning in. Please lean in. Tell us what you need. Trust us to care. How many times have maybe you lost a client because there wasn't good communication? Something happened on the job site. You know that something maybe didn't go quite right. And now they've called you and they discontinued services and you don't know why. Because maybe they didn't have that open communication where they actually wanted to tell you and it wasn't something positive. We're naturally wired, usually, to be more to tell people and voice positive opinions than voice negatives. And so the leaning in part is works for both sides, for your team and for your clients, and that promotes good communication. And that is so important, communicating with your team and with your clients. Now, the other thing also that we talk about is always thinking the best of others, right? Sometimes it's hard if someone is off task and you're really not thinking the best of them, but do it anyway. Think the best of others. Lean in, listen to what they need. Sometimes you might think, you know, someone has a terrible attitude and you don't know what's wrong with them, but just thinking the best of them, leaning in, listening to what they have to say, and maybe you can help them find a solution to whatever challenge it is that they're having at that time. Maybe it's, the vacuum isn't working right, or the pole isn't dispensing the water. Sometimes it could be that simple, but someone to just feel listened to and heard is so important. Now, the boundaries, the boundaries, speaking up about what is okay and what is not okay, doing what's okay and speaking up about what isn't. Now, boundaries, as humans, sometimes we have trouble with boundaries, right? And so, Having this as one of your ways that you lead, it gives you almost permission to be like, okay, we're off task with this boundary and let's readjust it, okay? Especially going into clients' homes. And and an example that I could think about is maybe you have on your work order that you're going to do A, B, and C and you get there and the client expects you to do a whole additional slew of things. Well, that's off task. It's not within the parameter of the boundary set or of the work order, and so, You empower your team to be able to say, okay, well that isn't on our work order, let me check with the office. And so that's setting boundaries. When people are trying to maybe guide you in a direction that's off task of what you're supposed to be doing, then it sets the boundaries in alignment. This all comes together and this is part of your company culture. These are the things that you're gonna have in place to safeguard everyone, not just yourself, but your team and your clients. So everyone knows exactly what to expect on using those four principles. And so those are some of the things that we've implemented and they've worked phenomenally.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Zenmade. Now, if you need help with your automation or if you're frustrated with the amount of time that scheduling is taking you currently, you need to visit zenmade.com. We started over 6 years ago building simple software for cleaning businesses just like yours. If you take a look at the site, you can see all of the things that we're working on, all of the feedback that we get from our audience from this podcast, from the Facebook group, from all the other places. So, if you're in interested again zenmade.com and take a look at what we've been working on
1: one thing also that's with the communication piece in building your company culture there's something that we do and we do an assessment of our team and we totally believe in leadership development especially in strengths-based leadership we are each wired naturally to lead in a certain way some of us um, are introverts, some are extroverts, some of us are very comfortable with coaching someone else, some of us are very comfortable just being the worker bee. And so we do an assessment with each of our team members when they come on board to kind of see how they are as what their strengths are as leaders. Now, you don't wanna hire someone or promote someone to be a trainer just because they're a good cleaner. No, you wanna promote someone that is a good coach to be a trainer because they are naturally wired where they can actually work with someone else and coach them through. And going back to that, think about a team, let's say a basketball team, right? And think about the coach. The coach coaches the team and the team goes out and performs what based on what their coach taught them. And that's your role also. As a business owner or You know, as you're working on your company culture, you are always coaching, you're developing, you're teaching so that that person could go out and they could be successful. And so with that, knowing how they're wired as a leader and how they communicate, you're able to communicate with your team on an individual level, right, where they accept and receive that you appreciate them as a person. And so we do those things. We find that it's, it's very, very successful for us and for our team. So, if let's say um, a team member loves words of affirmation and they're naturally wired that way, then we're able to affirm them when we see them hey, you know, Brandy, great job. You know, so and so called us back and they said you did phenomenal there. Well done. Now, if that person receives appreciation through words, then you've just affirmed them, then you just built them up, okay? Now, if someone else likes quality time, right? And you are speaking to them, but you are scrolling on your phone, you're tapping on the computer, you're distracted, that is not going to go over very well with a person that communicates in the quality time realm. Right. When they're speaking to you, they would like your full attention and eye contact and give them your your full attention and listen to them. Okay, listen to understand and not listen to respond. These are some of the things as far as working with your team that is team building. It's encouraging. You're sewing into each of your team members and they feel valued. At the end of the day, we all want that. We want to feel valued. And so it's a combination of all of these things as far as having the systems in place to from the moment that someone comes into your office that they know they're going to be valued. They know exactly what to expect. There's transparency and they are going to be taken care of. Okay, Now, we do strengths-based leadership also, which is we take some of our, um, our coaches and our trainers and our quality specialists, and we actually do a strengths-based leadership program for six months. Um, the cost is not very high at all, but the return on your investment is amazing because then you know how your team is wired as a leader. So that comes into play on a few different levels. So we do some different things, right? We set our parameters and our boundaries that we want right up front. We say, this is what our company culture is going to be about. Um, We're going to operate in a fashion that's positive. We will not tolerate any negative talk. And if we see it, we will address the behavior. Now, one thing with that and with our company and our company culture that's very important, and I think that it takes more time and energy to um, put negative energy out there because it just keeps going and reproducing than being positive, okay? So what we do is if there's anything negative or any redirection that we need for one of our team members What we do is performance planning, right? So this is part of our company culture and what this does is instead of calling someone into your room into your office and saying Okay You get to go in the timeout chair because you screwed up majorly on the job Don't know what you were thinking or you were doing you were trained better Right? You wouldn't talk to someone like that, but sometimes that's how people feel when you have to redirect them on something. And so what we've done is we've implemented performance planning. So let's say there's a quality check and the quality came back and it was not where it needs to be. Then we do performance planning for that particular person. Hey, such and such. Um, we're going to sit down and we're going to do some performance planning today. So we're going to go over some of the things. Okay, well, on the last quality check, you know, we still found dust on some of the baseboards. So we're going to do some performance planning. So over the next month, we're going to focus on making sure that the quality checks come back and that they're in good shape and good order. And so using that as far as performance planning, as opposed to, you know, a write-up yes it's still documented this was the issue on the job and this is the success plan for this but it's handled and approached in a different fashion where you're encouraging and building instead of tearing down and being negative negative. and so what that does it actually creates a, a level of pride right okay my performance planning my plan of action for this week is I'm gonna do well and I'm going to accomplish and maintain my quality so we are big, big believers of positive affirmation is done publicly and anything negative is done privately. And so that is something that we do on uh, with all of our team. So anytime we have our team meetings, it's an opportunity and a time to discuss our successes. Um, anything that we have that came up with any of our clients that week or a- anything that... Um, any changes that have happened with our clients. For example, we had uh, two of our clients that one had a baby and one lost her mom and her sister in like the same month. And so our team then communicates with us hey, these clients had some life changes, and then we uh, respond accordingly and send, you know, a sympathy card or congratulations on your new baby card. So those are some of the things. And so we, that's important to us, right? We're in the people industry. We want to make sure we build people up. There's too many circumstances out in the world that are tearing you down. You don't want to be that person. You want to be the person that builds your team, that builds and maintains a positive company culture, quality of life. You want people to be happy, You want people to have an environment in a place they come to where they feel that they belong and that they could grow and what they do matters. Because at the end of the day, everyone that's going out into people's homes and serving others, they're servant leaders because they're actually representing you. They're representing your company. So what are you sowing into them so that they can go out and sow into the clients? It has to be an extreme experience of excellence from the first moment that they come into your company and they experience that till the moment that they actually go out and provide services to your clients. And when you're, you know, calling your clients or you're sending out the surveys for feedback, you're going to see that come back. And, you know, as leaders, we are the first to take responsibility and the last ones to accept the praise. And that's the difference between being a leader and a boss, right? You don't want to be a tyrant. You want to be someone that builds others up and you build others up by creating a company culture and an environment where people come and they feel that what they do matters. And so that's part of the communication piece that you have to be able to communicate with your team that what they do matters that as a human, they matter and that you appreciate them. And so you have to think about the things that you wanna to do to show appreciation to your team. If it's affirming them publicly in meetings, providing maybe awards, um, certifications, um, maybe you know actually going out and meeting with your team in the field once a month and bringing them a nice cool Perrier water in a granola bar and a little goodie bag. It doesn't really take much. Sometimes we overthink it, but being kind to our team, creating an environment where they could actually come and be productive and be positive and really correcting any negativity that you see. But it starts with you.
0: This podcast is brought to you by ZenMade. If you need help with just about anything in your maid service, make sure to join the ZenMade Mastermind on Facebook. We have a community that has over 4,000 maid service owners just like you who are struggling with things daily, who are sharing their wins daily, and uh, asking for help. So if there's absolutely anything that we can help you with, just go to the ZenMade Mastermind on Facebook, request to join, just answer the three question survey, and you'll be in within a couple of hours. You can make some friends in your area, all that stuff.
1: If you have some things that are coming up in the company and that are negative, you need to look at them and say, why isn't this working? And when you ask that question, sometimes we might not want to really know the answer because sometimes it's us. But setting up a company culture starts with you thinking about what environment you want your team to be coming in? What environment would you like to come into? And also think about also maybe a boss or someone in the past that you went to work for and you were like, that was a terrible experience. I never ever want to be in that position again. I never wanna feel that way. And do a self-assessment and think about your company culture what you have right now and what you would like it to be. And if there's other companies that you would admire qualities in them, or you truly see that people are happy working in that environment, ask them, why do you like your job? What is it that makes you smile here? And then look at your own company and do a self-assessment. But it comes with self-assessment, then coming up with a plan, what it is that you stand for, and then coming up with ways that you can sew into your team so that they could feel appreciated on a daily basis when they go out to serve your clients. And you will see a return on your investment. And I can guarantee you that the changes sometimes that need to be made within your own company culture are not as difficult or even costly as you think. Sometimes it's a very small adjustment, just surprising people with relentless kinds kindness and just small little details. It, it really truly is in the small details that you develop your company culture, how you respond to people, when, you know, maybe someone's asking you questions and you might be irritated on a personal level or on something else, but how you reso- respond to that person in that moment, it says a lot about you and your company culture and how you actually lead. So at the end of the day, when you turn off the lights, do you feel proud of how you led? Do you feel proud? proud of the company culture that you have. Are you truly sewing into your team? Are you wowing them? Are you doing things that are so simple, but so extraordinary that it blows people, people off their feet? Think about that for your clients and think about that for your team. In our company, some of the things that we do are so simple and are the things that we get the most praise about and feedback just sending you know a new client a card thank you for allowing us to come out and serve you and your family the feedback that we get on that is phenomenal but that's part of our company culture because we want to stay in touch with our team we want to stay in touch with our clients and we want them to know that they are appreciated and that we care about them so it is in the small details that you will build Or redesign your company culture and so if you need any help or you know you have any questions for me feel free to reach out and give me a call Um, contact me on social media enjoy life cleaning services and I'm also on LinkedIn under Diane Daniel so I would love to speak with you guys if you have any questions and I was so excited to be able to be here with you today and to share a little bit about company culture once again, Diane Daniel with Enjoy Life Cleaning Services. We clean, you relax. Have an amazing day.
0: Hey guys, Amara again. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the ZenMade podcast. If you are not already using the software, head over to zenmade.com and learn more about that. You can see a demo from ZenMade's own Courtney Wisely, who you've heard here on the podcast before. You can also check out a variety of other resources that we have available that we have made free. There is the Made Summit at maidsummit.com. You can go to zenmadecom slash courses. Check out all of our video content on YouTube. And of course, join the ZenMade Mastermind. Or if you're a software customer, join the ZenMade Inner Circle. And we will see you next time here at ZenMade.